Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded a lot better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we will be getting together monthly to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello, and welcome to episode 10B. And a, 10 and a half. 10 and a half. 10.5. Last month, we decided in our business meeting that we wanted to give you, bring you more two beards, please. Two beards, please. So we wanted to in, increase our output to two times per month. We're doubling it, as a matter of fact. We're doubling Did you see that math? Output. Did you see that? Did that in my head? Yes, that's great. Yep. yep. This one's going to be a little bit special, so we're going to start off with some feedback that we received on a couple of the previous, uh, most recent episodes. Yeah. I've got a couple things to play for you and then one thing to read, and then we're going to get into some, we'll call them leftovers. Everybody, leftovers? Every, everybody likes leftovers. Love leftovers. We've got a few stories that- Didn't were, make the original episode. Original episode for Crummy Jobs. Crummy Jobs, because yep. we've had a lot of Crummy Jobs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to add some of that towards the end here and Perfect. then go from there. But before we get into that, I want to play... Is this our voicemail? I'm going to play not the voicemail okay. first. All so right. I'm going to play the... I just shot that whole transition down, didn't I? Yes. That's what I, I'm good at that. <laughs> That's fine. So, <laughs> last weekend... Yeah, it was last weekend. Mm -hmm. this is, we're recording this in early... The second weekend in, <laughs> in October. October. Yes. That's what month we're in. Yeah, Second weekend in October. Yeah. Yeah. So last weekend, which would have been the first weekend in yeah. October... See, again, math right in right there. Yes. Right, way to go. Uh, we had our nerd weekend again. Oh, you did? So, did you yeah, play... We, did you play, like, awesome games? We played... Yes. <laughs> like, manly games? Like... Yes. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> That's a we already Stop. did that. we already did that we did episode. this episode. <laughs> Never mind. At this gaming weekend, one of our right. friends, gaming our weekend. mutual friends, Mr. John Miro, John, yep, who is essentially John reminds me of if you have seen Beavis and Butthead. John is essentially <laughs> Beavis. What? Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. So, but hey, you he, said it. He he acknowledges it though. Okay. So, but anyway, yeah. John had a story that supports my <laughs> my position on trick or treating, which is the wrong position. No, it's the correct position. Right. But except it's so, wrong. So far, the feedback that we've gotten supports me. So just because everybody else is wrong doesn't mean you're you're also wrong. It does mean that. So John reached out to us via Facebook Messenger and told us he had this story. Yeah. And I was going to see him that weekend. Yeah. So what I did was I took our portable recorder yeah. and I sat down with him and I recorded this. So uh, I'm going to play this for you. How much did you pay him to agree with you? Uh, <laughs> in money? Yeah, you let him win. You let him win your awesome manly games. Sure. Yeah. Let, let's go with that. <laughs> okay. So, so what I thought was we'll play this and then we can comment on it and I'll pause it it'll from be, time to time. It'll be great because we, John can't respond. That's true. Dude, all our guests should you, now you, be recorded. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> In fact, maybe we could just record you 
and I could just come here and talk over whatever you just said. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I'm doing the editing. Oh yeah, so that's true. Never regardless mind. of, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Let me pull up John's. I'll be listening to episode 10.5, and all of a sudden it'll be a it's a one beer, please. <laughs> As you can tell. I do not have Andrew today, but I've got a friend of mine here who wants to tell a follow-up story to our Halloween episode uh, about trick-or-treating in high school. And John, I mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it now, is that if it doesn't support my position, it's not going to end up on the show. That works. If it does, I'm going to put it on for sure. See how this goes. tell your story. I lived in Minnesota. Well, of course. Of course I'm going to tell him that if it doesn't support my position, it's not going to end up on the show. Right. So essentially you, you threatened him. I, to, to support your position. Well, I did, but the the story <laughs> the story kind of speaks for itself. Right. Not only is he look like butthead from Beavis. Beavis. He's skinny. Be- yeah. He's like nothing. He's like a hundred pounds soaking wet. He's so, like the size of my leg. Right. So yeah, you're like only if you agree with me, or else. I think was probably some of the maybe. Well, here's the thing. John's known me long enough that he doesn't really. That's true. Crap and he knows me. he can outrun you. So. Yes. That, well, <laughs> who can't? That's let's true. be honest. Me, I can't. All right, but, let's get back. Let's let right. him tell a story. Okay. Here. All right. In high school, and we lived in a town called Prior Lake. Which is a small town just west so of... South of the Twin Cities. South of the Twin Cities. Okay. I went to high school in Mayer, which is an even smaller town. At that time, about 400 people, about an hour west of the cities, uh, an hour away from Prior Lake. So my junior year, October of 1991, was scheduled to go to a Halloween party at a friend's house. Uh, Okay. Reports were coming in that the weather might be bad that day. And so by the time I got home from school, my parents said, nope, not happening. By bad, that means snow? Snow, ice. (laughs) In um, in Minnesota, typically bad weather. Okay, so... You get, get this, so he's planning to go to a party. So he was going to do, mm-hmm. he was actually supporting mm-hmm. your position yeah, there too a little bit. because my position is right. A little bit, because he was going to go to a party with <laughs> right. some of his friends. Right. But yeah. again, October, end of October in the Twin Cities area, northern Minnesota. Uh-huh. I guess it's not really northern Minnesota, but I guess anything in Minnesota is northern. It's also it's also a town called Prior Lake, so I don't understand prior to what? Like, was it was it prior? What? Stop. Okay. See, this would be way funnier if John was here. Yes. <laughs> Prior to Random Lake. <laughs> Don't even get me started. All right. So All right, he's going so to. A, he's, he was going to go to a party. Party party got canceled because or he, actually he got shut down from his right. parents. Yeah, because his parents are responsible and they know that trick or treating is a, an older person is stupid. No, that this wasn't. They weren't trick or treating. He was going to this party about an hour away from his house. All right, fine. And his parents didn't want him to die in a car crash or that's what he says. Get, get stuck in a ditch. <laughs> that's All what right. he says. Yeah. So let's rejoin John's story here. It means really bad frozen weather, right? right? If, if you say bad, then it's yeah, gonna be horrible. And so, as I got home from school, you know, it started snowing lightly, and my parents were concerned about driving all the way out uh, sure. to Waconia uh, to to go to this party. There's, what what's going on in the background? Are you guys? I'm telling you, are you going on a quest? Are you, we, we you were all in the we eight-sided dive. We were getting ready to go on a quest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. <I> had, <laughs> So, like I it said, sounds it sounds really super interesting. It was gaming weekend. All oh, right, and there was six or seven guys there. We were uh-huh. just getting started. Uh-huh. This was in the morning. Were you, LARP- were you larping? We were not larping. <laughs> we are not larpers. <laughs> All right, continue. All right, Sorry, continue. And so said okay, and by the time it got dark enough to do any trick or treating, snow was coming down at a really good pace. Okay, hold on, a couple now. inches an hour. 
<laughs> he just no, totally just. He said by the time you could go trick or treating, all the snow had already come. Right, down. he's setting the scene, so he okay. wasn't. He wasn't gonna go going to go trick or treating. He was intending on going to this party, but his parents said no. And then I think what he was planning on doing then, as a backup plan, okay. was going trick or treating. But, but, but the it was snow snowing, was coming. and it was like there's right. several inches already had okay. fallen at Got this it. point. Got it. All right. So being a bored high schooler, not wanting to stay in the house with my parents and my younger siblings, I decided, what the heck, we've had no trick-or-treaters to our door, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do some trick-or-treating. You're going to be the only one in the neighborhood trick-or-treating. And so I got on as much black gear as I could and grabbed one of my dad's red handkerchiefs and put it around my face and just went out as a candy bandit. Grabbed a pillowcase and went out. So he kind of followed the hobo pirate. Uh, he he took it even candy easier out. The right. candy yeah, bandit, which sure. is perfect. At least he And, and if tried. by perfect you mean the cheapest <laughs> thing you could possibly well, do it was in order to fill a sack la- full last, of candy. Last minute. He right. wasn't intending right. on going out trick-or-treating, uh-huh. but uh-huh. it was kind of a last-minute decision. And yeah. he's like, all right, well, I'm going to be the candy bandit. Yeah, candy I, bandit. Got I'm it. I'm good with this. Yeah, I know all you right. are. Next. And I was the only person going out. <clears throat> I said, I, I said I, that in jest, but I literally, awesome. I literally was. Like I said, snow was coming down at around <laughs> two inches an hour. Well, I um, suppose if you've got little kids, you don't want to take right. them out in the snow, right? Mm. So by the time I started going out, there was already six inches on the ground, <laughs> and I, and I would knock on people's doors, and, and they were just shocked that someone was out trick or treating, and I don't know how many homes just dumped their bowls into oh, my this. into my I know. that's now, my, my dream i will i will admit that that does sound pretty good <laughs> i was just i was like just about every to say, single house you go to they dump an entire bowl of candy oh yeah because nobody yeah. wants a big right. bowl of candy sitting in their house i, I mean, mean at I, least responsible right i would love i mean well, yeah I'd be i like, have a big bowl of candy <laughs> sitting in my house but but yeah, yeah so he he literally got and i as i was telling him that would have been my dream trick yeah or treat. dude like perfect it is perfect literally so, perfect here let's continue all right, all right. that's my dream trick or it, treat was, it was amazing like <laughs> you know i got i went around the neighborhood and i was blocks away from our house and you could just hear everything because there was nobody out right no cars moving. on the road yep. by this time there's eight to ten inches on the ground i'm trudging through snow to to get to people's homes and like i said i'm a couple blocks away from our, our house and i hear my dad yell out John, get home! I could clearly hear it because there's nothing going on. So I yell back, I'll be home soon! And I came home and a pillowcase was nearly to the brim. Like, it was full awesome. of candy. That would be because awesome. Because so many people awesome. just weren't expecting it. And so that's, that that's my awesome. greatest... Halloween trick-or-treating moment was a junior year, the Halloween blizzard of 91. And that's awesome. And that's a great story. And it definitely supports my no, position no, no. of it's why totally you're having having fun. should be able to trick-or-treat. No. So, <clears throat> it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, John. It Absolutely. totally doesn't support your position. It does. No. It completely does. No, listen. The only reason he went out is because nobody else was out. Right. But it wasn't like he was out there causing trouble. He was out enjoying his enjoying being out uh-huh. in nature. Uh-huh. With Think the about snow in nature. The yeah. beautiful white snow. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> totally doesn't support your position. It completely does. Yeah. I I disagree. You're with living you. in a fantasy world, you've been playing those games too much. You gotta, <laughs> you know, when you stop your nerd week and you gotta come, you gotta release yourself from the fantasy, right? And you realize that. <laughs> All right. Oh, John. Well, let's move on. That's a pretty good story, though. It is a great. story. I would love a pillowcase full of candy. Think I about mean, how much candy that is. That's. That, you ever how heavy that? That's got to be was? like thirty pounds it's worth a, of candy. That's pretty awesome. You know, we should if we're still doing this next year, we should have a giveaway. We, we should we should no, we should have a give back a give us a, <laughs> not away because we should have a we could have a like a fundraiser. And again, I realize air quotes don't work on podcasts, but we could have yeah, a you fundraiser can, you can as I continue to, to do it. We could have an air quote fundraiser. <laughs> Fill the bag with candy fundraiser <laughs> for the two beards podcast. All proceeds go to my stomach. We should set up a Venmo. Dude, totally. Venmo. Yeah. Go, go fund <laughs> me. Go fund me campaign. Go fund. Go something. Go something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. This next one's the voicemail. Yes, yeah. So we so we have a we have a number. We have a phone number. We published our Google uh our phone number yeah. last episode, which came out uh, October first. Yep. And we got a call. We that's actually a- had somebody leave us a voicemail. <laughs> that's awesome. With a story that related that to is- one of our shows. Awesome. It is awesome. So I cleaned it up a little bit and I got here. <laughs> cleaned I'm, up like there was a lot of swear words? No. Okay. No, just, just all right. I don't know. I, I feel bad if, if we actually do know who this person is, but I'm not sure I'm I your know. your cousin. You don't know your cousin? Yeah, I'm not sure I know who this person is. I didn't recognize the voice. I don't see him on our Facebook page. He might be. I think his name's Josh. Josh, if you're out there, I'll go back Reach and edit this. Reach out because we're idiots. Uh, let, let us know who you are, how you found the show. That would dummies. be dummies. That would be awesome. <clears throat> so Especially if we do actually know you, you can, we'll... Yeah, then completely we'll, exonerate. We'll, we'll come back yeah. and, and plead idiocy. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll do that anyway. But. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play. Here we go. Gents, this is Josh from Sioux Falls, originally a Green Bay, Wisconsin native. Listen to the podcast. You have- so, Josh from Sioux, Josh Falls, from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We think it's South Dakota. We were debating about this, too. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, South I'm Dakota. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, too. So, all right. So, originally from Green Bay, let's keep right. keep going here. Okay. You mentioned a few things going on about where you're at, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, just listened to the Halloween show and uh, had to laugh because I have a story from when I was in Green Bay. Went to the Terror on the Fox. Me and my buddy thought it was funny to go buy some uh, salt. So he went to Terror on the Fox, which hmm. is a haunted house he's referring oh, to. Oh, yeah. This is where I go punch people in the throat. This is where you punch people yeah. in the throat. Got okay. it. The Fox, me and my buddy thought it was funny to go buy some uh, sulfur pills, take the train ride to the back of the haunted house there. It was our turn. We got on, broke a couple of those, uh, pills, and one of the clowns came by, tried to scare us, smelt the sulfur, and threw open his mask and went up to the... <laughs> so, so <laughs> how I read this is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they bought these sulfur pills, uh-huh. which I think are you know, almost like smell like rotten eggs, stink bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah stink bombs. They were waiting for the train to take them into the haunted house, <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they broke the sulfur pill mm-hmm. on the train mm-hmm. right before they went in. And this dude in the clown mask, probably a scary clown mask, yeah, you know, probably like he deserves a it, Pennywise mask of some sort. Yeah, he deserves it though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Comes up to try and scare them, smells the yeah. sulfur, and vomits in his mask. That's fantastic. That's spectacular. Yeah. We'll continue because I think Josh has a, he's got a topic that he wants us to discuss. So All right. I think we'll add that to this user feedback okay. as well. I mean, we haven't seen him the rest of the time. 
Uh, again, like I said, I love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. I do got a topic for you guys. My kids are always playing video games. I can't get them to stop. And they seem to think that it's important that they play video games. Good question to debate. Can you use your skills to play video games to get a job? We'll see what you guys have to say. Have a good one. No, could I use my skills? <laughs> no. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I actually did a little research on this. I have some inside knowledge, too. Recently, and when I say recently, it's this year. Mm. There's a game out that the kids are playing called Fortnite. I don't know if you've yeah, heard of it or not. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. I heard a little something called Fortnite. So know. they actually have tournaments. Yeah. And there, there are actually lots of several video games have these mm-hmm. types of tournaments. But there's a kid that was so good at Fortnite, yep. he won $3 yeah. million dollars in this tournament. I saw a statistic that- $3 yeah, million. I know. Dollars. I know. That's insane. I saw a statistic that these e-tournaments, these e-online tournaments, yeah. draw more viewers than like the Super Bowl or like yes. I mean it's like insane. There are people, so they generate revenue in a couple ways. Number one, the e-tournaments. Mm-hmm. Number two, they they all have like YouTube or yep. Twitch channels or some <laughs> yep. sort of. Look at you pulling out the Twitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, way I'm, to go, man. I am nice job. up on the you are current social media dude. platforms. You are a hip dude. Shut up. <laughs> Some of these people charge subscriptions yep. for them to watch these videos yeah. of them just yes. playing the stupid game. Yeah. And they also have like massive sponsorships. Yes. So the other thing the other thing that I found was <laughs> hey, that you did a deep dive. I did. This must, this is your three days of unemployment? Is this when you went in? <laughs> no. <laughs> um so the other thing, it was just a quick Google search because I had I had a, a couple of questions in mind okay. as we were talking through this. The other thing I found, so not only can you make money playing the game, mm-hmm. designing and oh, yeah. selling games Huge. is a lucrative business yep. right now. Yep. The company that made and distributed Fortnite mm-hmm. cleared three yeah. billion yeah, it's with a B yeah. billion dollars last yeah. year in revenue. So not only can you make money playing video games you can make money as a like regular job like nine nine to five job yeah with designing design well not only that but you can testing testing like yep. quality qc testing i have friends that started out testing for like you know the major gaming companies like ea and the company that did halo and those kind of like major major platforms and then it worked their way up into like testing lead and then worked their way up into the design aspect yep. what i don't think people realize that are old like us is that there are so many different facets to the making of a video game it's like a it's like a mini sure. movie but it's like more than that so yep. like i have friends that write scores like of music right for video games yep. exclusively i you know and so like they're they make a living so there's music scoring there's video games scripting there's graphic design yeah and then there's also like animation. you know like sound like you know when, when right. the gun sound cocks effects. in one of those games yeah. you need to somebody needs to record that yes you know what i mean um, so for sure the actual coding of how it all yep, kind absolutely. of pulls together yep. yeah and the gameplay and yep. yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. So to answer your question, Josh. Unfortunately, yes. yes. <laughs> so here's here's my here's what I recommend. I would recommend that if you think they've got what it takes to get a job in some sort of gaming situation, mm-hmm. make them play games. <laughs> That's right. Don't half ass.
to Josh. They should drop out of school. And they should be they should be in front of their computers for at least 10, 12 hours a day right. playing games. Yeah, and then they can sleep for two and then get back on. Yes. Like in two-hour breaks is the only sleep they get. And if yep. I were you, I'd invest in Mountain Dew and Cheetos. Yep. And yep. don't expect them to yep. move out of your house until they're probably in their 30s. Or ever, really. <laughs> <laughs> However, if they're not showing signs of being really good at this, like ninety nine point seven percent of the rest of the world, you may want to limit their yeah. gaming intake, <laughs> which is probably go, healthier yeah. long term, and make them go to school. <laughs> <laughs> limit it to a couple hours a day. That might be do their homework. Yeah, do your homework and all the chores. Go outside. Oh no, we all well, let's. I mean, okay, yes. yeah, go outside. Go outside. Be a kid. Sioux Falls can get a little cold, so <laughs> bundle up if yes. you're going to go out. But well, they're used to in it. the winter. Yeah, they're used to it. It's like living in Wisconsin. Right. Morning. You know, sure. you, you know don't need to wear a coat. Bundle up. Yeah. So. Sorry, Josh. I know you were expecting a real answer, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, those were answers. I think they're real answers. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so Glad we give you a service. Yes. <laughs> the last piece I had. Okay, so before we move on. Yes. I really feel like we have to be the biggest idiots in the world, you and I. Because how in yeah yeah how in all that is good and and holy in this world could we possibly have someone listening to our podcast that we don't know? Well, it's impossible. So it is possible, and here's why. Okay, so <laughs> see, I knew you would get analytic on this. <laughs> right, that's why that's I kind, asked. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> right. So it, it's like that six degrees of separation. Uh-huh. It, there's that theory that Kevin you're, Bacon, seven you're, seven you're, yes, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. You are you are no more than six degrees of separation from anybody else in this world. So right. what we're doing with doing our promotions on Facebook uh-huh. and Twitter and Instaverse or in, Insta, yeah, Insta Instagram. Instachat, Snapface. Insta Snapchat face, Twitch, yes. Twitch. As we're doing that, mm-hmm. we're reaching our friends mm-hmm. and we're also reaching- Which, There's like seven of them. Their friends. <laughs> and pretty soon their friends are telling people. Right. And we're kind of at that point now where I've actually seen it with the people that are liking our okay. Facebook page where I have no idea who these people are. All right, so but, and they they may or may not be listening, sure. but they're at least checking out the page. Well, Josh is obviously listening. Josh is obviously and listening. And not only is he listening, but he is awesome enough to give us to feedback. Call to call. Yes. To take the time, which I mean, obviously means he's old like us, because I mean, a young kid listening to our show, they they don't know what a telephone is. Josh is awesome enough to listen and call and actually have an intelligent conversation. Leave us with a funny leave, story, right? And, and a great a topic to talk about. Yeah. So, Josh, thank you. If we know you somehow, please, please don't hate us and stop listening because we're morons. Right. If we don't know you, please continue to love us because we're morons. <laughs> well, continue to love us either way. Well, that's true. But let us know how you came to find your way into this crazy little universe we call the Two Beards Please podcast. Yes, please reach back out to us. We're very curious. Uh, you can leave another message. You can. Shoot email us an email. Us. You can hit find us up us on, on Facebook, Face, Snapchat, Insta, Insta, Face, book, book, yes, thing. All right, sorry, I have <laughs> so, to just because jo- that's awesome. It like is. our first show, we put out this phone number and Josh calls. Yes, from South Dakota. From South Dakota, it's amazing. All right, continue. So this isn't the only feedback that we've received. Okay. I also got an email this last week from somebody, I don't know if you remember, so this was from episode 9A. So this is our first September episode okay. when we were talking about our love and marriage, how we met our right. wives and got together and whatnot. The so, first half. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna to read the email and then I'm going to explain are you gonna who read this it, person is. Are you going to read it in, in a different voice? No. Oh. 
fine. So we got this email. <laughs> Last night, my wife and I were driving home from Sheboygan and listening to episode 9A. I am honored to have made the podcast. Nate, as you described Lynn's first job with some guy she used to know, <laughs> and I'm using the, the Andrew's air, air quotes, quotes. Yeah. I realized that guy was me. Thanks for the <laughs> shout out. Love the podcast. Signed, Keith, a.k.a. some guy Lynn used to know. <laughs> Now that also, I mean, how amazingly awesome are our fans? So I'm friends with Keith on Facebook. Sure. So Keith has seen my post. I didn't know he is a listener. I didn't know he actually right. listened or not, but it's awesome that he did. Going back into it, it was a long story. I didn't really want to get into it uh-huh. when we were telling the story originally, right. but I'll tell it now oh, since Keith it... called me out. Well, first of all, <laughs> before we get, we didn't even say his name and he still loves us. Right. That's amazing. Yes. Okay. Tell so the story. Keith was a principal he was either principal or teacher i don't know the details but well, he, starting off to be he, a real he worked story, at okay. the lutheran school in eau claire it was a lutheran grade school this was when lynn was growing up and her folks lived in eau claire they knew the families knew each other yep lynn actually babysat keith's two oldest kids when they were up in eau claire when they were younger okay. very very young yep. they're all older married now but yes that's where they knew each other from so then keith took a job down here in Wauwatosa, Milwaukee area mm-hmm. at one of the Lutheran schools down here. Mm-hmm. And he hired Lynn right out of college because obviously he knew her. Sure. She interviewed with him, was a fit for yep. the role, and ended up getting hired. That's how that's the, the some Keith, guy. That's the Keith connection. Yeah, some guy Lynn used to know. But as you can see, it's a little more complicated. Right. For brevity's sake, I wanted to just. That time. But yes. This time. Just, this time, yeah. yes. <laughs> Throw brevity right out the window. Yes. Got it. Thank you, Keith. Yes, thank you. Some guy. Thank you for thank listening. Thank you, Keith, slash some guy Lynn used to know. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. And yeah, I just want to say, Jen, our number one fan, there are some people creeping up on that crowd, yeah. so you better you better kick it in gear here. Yeah. We expect, Although, we expect voicemails and multiple posts. Well, she has been posting on Facebook. No, I know. So she shares all the time, and she's the best. And, and she's still the number one fan. She still and has I the still crown. haven't met her. I, I know. Well, maybe we're, she'll come on trying, on Sunday. We're trying to keep her you away from people <laughs> for as long as possible. Yeah, that's right. All right. All well, right. thanks, everybody. Enjoy the leftovers from Crummy Jobs. Here we go. I had a couple stints in fast food. Well, I had one short stint. <laughs> I had one short stint. I Basically, when I first got down to Concordia, oh, I yeah. had about a week at Hardee's, and then I decided <laughs> I didn't want to do fast food anymore. Because I had, seriously, literally, it was a week. When I got stuck cleaning out the chicken fryers at that oh, point, no. I'm like, I'm nope. done. I am done. Nope. Earlier that summer, that prior summer to going to Concordia, I spent the summer in Stevens Point. And okay. I grew up in central Wisconsin sure. in a small town near Stevens Point. That summer, I ended up taking college courses in Stevens Point. I'm in summer school. I'm staying in the dorms in Stevens Point. My mom's like, you got to get a job of some sort. I'm like, (laughs) right. right. Burger King was within walking distance. So I'm like, all right, I'll just get a job at Burger King, whatever. Fast food. If those of you have never worked fast food, horrible, horrible job. This is one of those where I hated the work, but I love the people I worked with. We had a manager named Dan, and he was a younger manager. So I was like 18, yeah. right out of high school. Sure. And he was probably in his early 20s, and he was already a Burger King lifer. He's climbing up the corporate but, ladder? Yeah, so that's yeah. what that's what he was doing. Yeah. So he'd take us to do all kinds of things. I mean, we, we went bowling once, and he you know, he paid for everything. Wow. This is a guy, so... Every time he got a strike, he'd do a, a backspin break dance Ooh, in, in the bowling yeah. lane in the, in the alley there. Nice. So 
he took my friend John and I out golfing one day. Okay. John, he was like a hippie reincarnate. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. the long hair, the long bushy beard. <laughs> right. Picture this. We're out on the golf course. Dan's in his long pants, golf cleats, yeah, yeah. polo shirt. Properly attired. Yes. Yeah. I'm out there, tennis shoes, shorts, and a right, t-shirt, right. which is still somewhat acceptable. Pretty much in what Wisconsin, you still wear today. In, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the summertime. <laughs> right. John is out there, bushy hair, bushy yeah. beard, yeah. with a tie-dye bandana strapped oh, around his yeah. head, Duck Dynasty style. Nice. Wearing a tie-dye shirt, yep. tie-dye shorts. Whoa. And soft-soled moccasins. Oh, baby. Smoking a cigarette. Of course. Wow. As he's teeing off with the ball. Right. I mean, that's (laughs) classic. I mean, to to have three layers of tie-dye takes a special kind of human to pull it off. Yeah. I wish we would have more cameras accessible at that (laughs) point. Yeah, right? If only. Uh, Yeah, if only. (laughs) Uh, That memory is going to stick with me forever. The last thing I enjoyed working about there was the food. Obviously, Burger King was my favorite fast food restaurant of choice. It still kind of is, even though I try not to eat fast food as much as Mm -hmm. possible. You wouldn't know it by looking at me, but I try to avoid it. I had a a manager, another manager who worked there. Uh, She was probably in her mid to late 30s maybe 40s i'm 18 yeah everybody's she, old <laughs> she well, right so she i think she liked the younger oh, guys that go. worked there this is pg now PG this is 13. pg so she never I, I think she liked me but the the only thing like she would give me free <laughs> she call you sweetie and baby a lot uh i think she did that with everybody but uh, yeah especially so you, though. No, no, but there were rumors of her with other others oh, as well. But yeah. I think she at least liked me because normally before and after a shift, you'd get fifty percent off food sure. orders. And you know, being right out of high school and broke, that was a great yeah. deal. Other than the the food we used to sneak in the the walk in cooler right. while we were <laughs> right. while we were working, right. I would order. And whenever she was at the register, she would always give me free food. Mm. She would say, "No, I got this. Go ahead." Mm-hmm. So. Every time, and there was like me and two other guys that got this treatment. So she liked the younger guys. Yeah, Again, you never got the hint though. Huh? No, yeah. I never got the hint. And at that age, I don't know that I would have picked up on it. No, had she even... I don't think at this age I'd pick up on yeah, it. Yeah, pretty clueless. Yeah, one of the best and worst jobs I had was when I was in grad school in Ohio. Right, I went to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, but my wife and I lived in Cincinnati. Sure. So. From my house to this job was about 45 minutes, and then from this job to school was another 45 minutes, and then it was like an hour and a half home. So, like, every day it was like a two-and-a-half-hour round trip. That's horrible. Or three-hour round trip. It was, I mean, spent a lot of time in the car. But So it was a dry cleaner. It was called Shooty Cleaners. Uh, it's okay. family name, Shooty Cleaners. I okay. think it's still around. I didn't work in the cleaning part. I just worked in one of, like, the satellite locations where people would pick their clothes up and drop them off. Okay. They opened up at ungodly hour, like 5 a.m., because all the business... Right, everybody's got to get their right, stuff in before work. Drop their stuff yeah. off on the way to work. Makes sense. Um, you know, I had school in the middle of the day, so I'd open, and then somebody would come into work in the middle of the day, and then I'd come back and close. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm in grad school, and I'm always tired... I would get there, and there was always a rush right at 5. Sure. From, like, 5 to 6. And then from 6 to 7, it was usually pretty slow. A lot of times, I'd put a sign on the door that was like, you know. Nap time. Yeah, out getting change or, you know, whatever. Be right back. And then I'd crawl underneath of, you know, the the big carousel with all the clothes on it. I'd shimmy underneath there, and I'd take, like, a half-hour power nap. 
Right? You were George Costanza. Oh man, before... I totally was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before he had his death, yeah. And so I'd take a like half hour, an hour power nap. That's if, awesome. If uh, the shooties are still are listening, it's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm I'm guessing they're probably <laughs> yeah, not. Probably but not. That's um, awesome. So I take my power nap, and then I you know get up and sort clothes and. The other thing was we had an account for like a big security company, uh, like a Brinkman or, sure. you know, these, they have for to uniforms. Wear, yeah, they have to wear uniforms. Yeah. And so a guy would go out and collect all the uniforms and bring them to us. Did you have a uniform you had to wear? No, I did not. So you didn't have like a smock? No, like, no, I just Welcome wore, to shooties. My name is Andrew. I basically wear what I'm wearing now. <laughs> okay, so um, sorry. We'd get a truck full of uniforms and yeah. we'd have to, again, we didn't clean them, but we had to sort them and tag them right because sure. they were all in bags with people's names on them and we yeah. would tag them and everything bill and fred yeah and, and there was every Jenny. day this guy some guy brinkman security guard crapped his pants <laughs> and then would put him in the bag with his shirt and top and tie the bag up that's, and so oh, we called man. him the poop man that's horrible yeah they'd unload the truck are you sure are you sure it was like L- actual look, look. Okay. No, this... no. Let me let me finish okay. here. All right. Are you sure he was actually soiling himself, or is this just a guy that maybe never didn't, wiped didn't his clean butt at... appropriately well, or something? I guess it could be, but like you'd open the bag and clumps of poop would fall. Oh, that's out. awful. And you you could smell oh. it, and so you know we'd have to like hazmat the whole I would, shop. And... I would find that I would burn that bag every single yeah, time. Yeah. So it lasted. I mean, this lasted like you know. I mean, I was in grad school, oh. and I didn't really. I mean, this was like I was making barely minimum wage and i was not this wasn't something like this wasn't worth it do you so, remember the guy's name no i don't i don't remember oh that would have been spectacular so find him yeah hey are you still pooping your pants <laughs> hey there and so that's like after about like three days of this or four or five days of this we were just like we just refused to do it right right and so we would just pile them up out back sure and i don't know he just must have kept getting new uniforms so have like so, seven or eight poop man so piles poop man piles, poop man piles out back because you keep it inside it smells right well, sure yeah right so you just throw you, it in the you back you don't want to deal with that so yeah. what were the owners doing were they were they on board with you guys were, oh yeah they were like don't they touch supported it you? right because well they're liable right i right. mean if we get like some communicable disease, illness yeah right so they're just like tell you know, Fred, whoever's deli- delivering that day that poop man <laughs> did not get in his stuff back until he starts stops pooping his pants i wonder if this is a guy that would eat a lot of spicy food uh, and then have know, to sit dude. in a truck all day <laughs> i don't know man but it was like i mean we would just pile it out back and so i don't know i don't know why i mean again i wasn't really involved in the sure you weren't involved i just yeah, was the, the guy cleaning. that took it and tagged it and well, sent it on its way so but. i'm sure that the people that were actually doing the cleaning that it was, couldn't have been fun for them either well no no yeah it was um, oh that's it was awful pretty I awful can't... It's pretty bad. And this is coming from a guy that used to clean dog pens barefoot because I didn't want my shoes to get all crapped up. (laughs) So so my my, my dad had a kennel for a period of time. And this is kind of an offshoot. It wasn't really a job I had, but it was a duty that I had at home. Clean the kennels. Clean the kennels. And you you didn't want, you'd spray the shoes off and they'd be wet and they'd stink anyway. So you just kept a bucket over by the uh-huh. the wall pump and uh-huh. run water and uh-huh. soap in there and uh-huh. spray your feet down uh-huh. you know you could just kept an old pair of shoes by the bucket we tried that <laughs> and that doesn't work it was easier in the winter to clean them because they'd freeze and you just scrape them right <laughs> off so 
why does why do all our podcasts come full circle to some sort of poop reference? I blame Steve. <laughs> I blame yeah yes. I, it's put Steve's away your fault. Steve. Yeah. It's totally Steve's fault. All right. So do you have any other fun jobs? I do. I've got a question for you though. I got a couple more. Have you ever either been fired or left a job after one day or two days on the job? No. Well, let me think. So I've got a couple while you're thinking. I have thinking. not. I mean, I had one where I lasted maybe a week. That's probably my shortest. Okay. So in addition to Hardee's, which I left after a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had a job in college. This was, I think, after my freshman year of college. I was living living in Delafield with my grandmother at the time because I didn't want to go back home. Mm-hmm. I was working for a security company, but that wasn't regular. Are you poop man? No, I'm okay. no, not that type of security. Okay, this was like concert and event security, <laughs> oh, gotcha. so I didn't have okay. the the cop uniform right, type right. thing. Gotcha. I needed more work, and mm-hmm. I started putting in applications. And actually, I think both of these jobs came that summer. The first <laughs> one was at Quad. Oh yeah. I'm not saying anything bad about Quad. Uh, a they're great a great company. company. Yeah. They're a very good local employer. But this was at the one in Sussex, which right now is just down the road from my house. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would have to drive in there from Delafield. Right. They ran 12-hour shifts, yeah. three days on, four days off, four days on, three days off, that type of a rotation. Right. I think I made it through two and a half shifts. My job was taking catalogs off of the conveyor belt and stacking oh, them yeah. on pallets. 12 hours a day. Every day, I did it for two and a half days, and I, I literally left in the middle of a shift. I'm like, I told the guy, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. And I left. That was the first one All right. that I left. Two and a half days. Two and a half days, yeah, and that's it was it was it was hot again. Right. It boils down to hot. Right. So well, if, right. I, if I'm not comfortable, I'm not happy. Well, no. And so with you know our size, you get. You well, at that point, I was a you know, little bit smaller, actually a lot smaller than I yeah, am yeah. now. But anyway, you weren't skinny though. I wasn't skinny. Right. Correct. The other job I took that summer was doing cold calling for a basement oh, waterproofing no. service, like a phone bank. Yes, uh-uh. and not taking calls. Oh, making calls worse. to try and set up sales. <laughs> so we we would have these lists that we had, and we'd have to dial out. I had a lot of. Oh, no. I had one guy say, "Yeah, I'll listen to your spiel. I charge twelve dollars a minute. <laughs> Give me your credit card number, and then you can proceed." I, I hung up on him. Yeah, I think I lasted four hours in that. <laughs> Seriously, it was four four hours, and then I went to the supervisor on, on the shift. I'm like, you know what? That's it. I'm, I'm not cut out for I'm this done. either. I got to get out of here. Four hours. That's impressive. Four hours. Yep. That, and that that was really the only one that I had were the shorter jobs sure. that I quit. Most of the jobs I stayed basically until the situation changed. You know, if I was in high school, I was going to college. So sure. I just yeah, didn't. life changes. Yeah. Yep. But there was one job when I was in high school for a home builder, like carpenter, you know, like build home. I think I was, I wasn't driving yet. So I was 14 or 15, probably 15 years old. And I had to get a work permit. And sure. I get out to the job site. My mo- mommy drops me off, which of course went over really big with all the carpenters <laughs> and guys out there. Mommy dropped you off, you know. I'm sure you heard yeah. a lot oh, about that. Oh, man. These guys, I mean, they've been building houses their whole life. Right. Right? Years and years. I'm like a 15-year-old fat kid who, I mean, I've swung a hammer before, but that's... That's about it. You know, that's about it. You know, they're like building a wall, and then they'll just walk around on top of this two-by-four wall holding 15 boards and a circular saw that's running because the safety's (laughs) been taking off. Sure. I have no idea what's going on. And so the guy's like, come up here, you know, get over there with the thing and do this and do that. I'm just like, I have no idea. I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of this means i these the biggest nails i've ever seen i know i have like a pin hammer you know it was insane and 
So I lasted like three days on a construction crew. And finally they were like, well, if you're just going to stand around all day, it's probably better if you're just not here. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, you're just. I'm shocked. Yeah. that I'm shocked that you stay there that long. I, yeah. I mean, show am I. I think the first day is ground level. And then by day three, we were on like a two story. And right. I was like, nah, I'm not. And going. you're like, no, nope. no. Nope, nope. And so I went back to the, the shop, talked to the supervisor. And he's like, well, I don't. What do you. <laughs> Like, what do you want me to else, tell you? Yeah. Right. He's like, you know, you can go shovel rocks from point A to point B. I'm like, well, it's on the ground. So I guess, so you know, so you I can do that. that. For a little while. So I did that for th- uh, two days. And then Friday I was like, you know, this, maybe construction's not my thing. You know, maybe I should go work at a fast food restaurant or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I quit right a weekend. I mean, I'd say I quit. I mean, they didn't officially fire me, but they were like, "If you're you're the rock shoveler, yeah. so if you want to still work here, there's more rocks to yep. shovel." That's that's what you do, right? Yeah. So that was my shortest job. My longest job was spread over like three different companies, but I spent almost 15 years in the, funnily enough, sort of the construction business, right? So I did. I was like a low voltage electrician essentially. We did yeah. audio, video, cabling cabling yeah. right you know some networking yeah. network cabling that kind of stuff so i remember my first day again i uh, swung a hammer as a kid and spent three days carrying three wood. days on the construction right <laughs> right and then i get this job <laughs> and, and shoveled rock <laughs> i did shovel rock for two days that's true <laughs> i got the job because i was teaching and then in the summer i needed something to do so a buddy of mine owned this company that did this stuff and i'm like hey I, you give me a job i like to do stuff and the first day i show up with my little tiny hammer everybody <laughs>, laughs at me again and like goes to the truck and gets me a tool belt and actual tools and they're like you know by next week you should have all of these that Probably, are yours yeah get right get yeah. a set of your own <laughs> right, tubby right yeah. and um a tool belt that fits right and so the Did first you have to use two tools yeah, i had to put two of them together because i mean i was about as big as i am now yeah but the first day again remember i spent 15 years in this business but the first day i get in a truck with troy just some guy i've never met sure and we drive like an hour to some house to where we're going to be pulling wire and he's very talkative and so he just decides very arbitrarily that my name is now drew right so i went from andrew which i'd been my entire life yeah to Drew for 15 years through three different companies. I was Drew. And we get to this house and... Uh, you know, there was a period of time where I didn't know what to call you anymore. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, Andrew, Drew, Drew Andy, the, what do you do? Right. What, do you, what do you want me to call you? The best thing about being Drew at work was that if my phone rang and somebody asked for Drew, I knew that they were asking about work. Yeah, you knew it was a work question. Right, and I could just hang up. <laughs> no. The first, So we go down to this house and we spend eight hours pulling wire in this house. And so it's four o'clock in the afternoon and I get in the truck and I'm like, oh, it's a good day's work, you know, and Troy drives to the next house. And oh, so you were thinking you <laughs> yeah, were done. I was like, yeah, eight hour day, you know, it's good manual <laughs> labor. And I, you know, I didn't really ask where are we going next. I just assumed we were going home. He pulls into another house. Guess what, like, rookie? Yeah, time to yeah. do it again. <laughs> he's like, we got to pull some more wire. And I'm like, huh, well, I, you know, brought a lunch. That's it. Well, that was gone by right. then. By, oh, yeah. No water. I didn't have anything, right? <laughs> and so we spend the next four hours pulling wire. And then I'm like, man, that's a long day, you know. I get in the truck, and I'm like, we have to be going home. So I, did, of course, didn't say anything again. He pulls into another house. And I'm t- so after 16 hours... <laughs> 
we finally end up back at the shop. Oh, you know, man. And I'm starving to death. Troy is Maybe diabetic. not to death, but yeah. Pretty close. You were hungry. Troy's diabetic, and of course, you know, he didn't expect us to have to work 16 hours either. Sure, so, so he's going he's, into his, diabetic yeah, shock. Yeah, his yeah. sugar levels are all screwed up. It was a glorious start to my 15-year career. I can't believe you went back. Well, that's the thing. I, again, for whatever reason, I tend to start a job and then just stop when situations change. Sure. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Right. Well, point. obviously, you, you lasted. You stuck it out 15 years. Yeah. That company, I started out as low man on the totem pole and then kind of worked my way up into crew leader and stuff. And then through whatever circumstances, I started at a different company and moved into management. And then things shifted. The whole customer base was different. 10 years on and so some of the best stories in the management or the I was project manager I think was my official title or whatever my favorite customer story is customers would come in we'd pull a blueprint out we'd go through the whole house with them this is what you need you know sure. if you want to have tv here you need these wires and this is what we recommend blah 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 yeah and this was just about the time that wireless really was starting Started to, to become popular, become popular. Yep. and it was also becoming somewhat rely more reliable but yeah. it still wasn't really reliable is it it's still not but. probably b or right. g yeah, or something right. like that and everybody had a brother or an uncle who knew about networking of course i'm sure you experience this every day <laughs> right well my brother said that i didn't need what a or b or c i would do a proposal and then it was always too much money or i didn't need all that wire sure. or whatever it is and i would say okay well, this is really this is what i recommend i've been doing this for about 10 years and so i would propose it they would say no i'd make them you know i learned over the years make them sign something saying they don't want it yep. right and then i'd put it all in a folder and i'd just file it away uh, yep. and then they'd go on with the building of their house and the drywall would go up and it would all get painted and then all the trim would go on and then they'd get carpet and then they'd move in and then they'd live there for a week and unpack all their stuff and then the cable guy would show up and he'd be like you don't have any wire in your house i can't put a tv there there's no wire there <laughs> Oh, and this man. is six to eight months after yeah, I... Yeah, down the road right. after you had talked right. with them. And so then I'd get a phone call at the office. And uh -huh. it'd be an irate customer. The cable guy's here, and he can't put our TV in. Uh, okay. How is this yeah, my problem? Yeah, I don't know. What, what do you want me to do? And he's like, well, you you guys wired my house. I said, well, we didn't actually wire you. Let me pull your, let fold, me pull let your, me pull record. your folder out yeah. here. We didn't actually wire your house. You signed. And, and then my favorite line, and this happened more than once, irate customers screaming at me on the phone. My favorite line is, I wish someone would have told me that if I didn't listen to you, nothing would work. Of course. And I and, and my, my standard response was I kinda did. I kinda did <laughs> yeah. tell you that if you didn't listen to me, nothing would work. <laughs> and then they would swear a lot at me and that kind of stuff. And then I just I'd calmly tell them that we can certainly do it now. It's gonna cost about four times as much and you're gonna need to find a drywaller. Because <laughs> we're gonna cut holes in all your new drywall. So how many people after that happened to followed up and mm -hmm. had you come back to do the wiring? Probably, I mean, most of them because like they literally had no wires. I've been out of the business now for a while. Yeah, but you can't put a cable box. I don't. Can you cable put cable boxes wireless now? Or are they? I don't know. But I think if you want cable TV or satellite or whatever, I think you need to physically screw a wire into the wall. I think you do. And I think so, you're right. Well, even even a rooftop antenna, I've got a rooftop right, antenna here. you need here. a wire. 
I've got the line coming in the basement yep, into the into the house, and then it splits off in, in a couple rooms, spots. Right, but it's a physical two wire. Rooms. Yeah. Yep. So we'd ha- and if they wanted TV, we'd have to go back. <laughs> and I just send a crew out there, and it was just like writing a blank check. And I, at first, I was like shocked, like the first time it happened. So, and then so, after like the fifth time, I was like, huh, it's time to do something different. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's all the crummy jobs we have left for now. Thank you for <laughs> wait thank till, you for listening. Wait till we finish our current jobs, and then maybe we can do a whole other episode. <laughs> we really appreciate everybody who listens to us in comments and sends us feedback and sends us notes. Yep, we love that. This helps us to keep going with bringing new creative content to you all. Keep checking us out. Our website twobeardsplease.com. There's uh, Instagram at twobeardsplease, Twitter at twobeardsplease, and you'll never guess on Facebook what it is at twobeardsplease. So you can find some stuff there, pictures, content. We just put up a Facebook live video because we're super technically savvy. You know, by the time you hear this, that's going to have been up for a while. You can check that out. Yeah, and you can always call and leave us a voicemail yes. like Josh did. Call and leave us a all voicemail. The, all the cool kids leave all us voicemails. All the cool kids use telephones. Two six two three four five seven zero seven six. What's that number again, Nate? Two six two three four five seven zero seven six. Seven zero seven six. Call now. Call now. Operators are standing by. Or just the fake Google or, <laughs> voicemail person. Well, well, it's my voice. Oh, on the well, voicemail. Yeah, perfect. So yes. Yeah. But be so funny. What's that phone number again? 262-345-7076. Call now. Be funny. Or later. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Take it easy. Bye. Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262 421 5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com.